welcome to PodCash, the portable professional development podcast from Cash. Thanks for joining us. My name is Dawn and I'm the editor of Cash Alumni. And this week I'm joined by Anna McLaren, who's a project manager at Skills for Care. Hi Anna, thank you very much for your time. It's lovely to talk to you. Um, could you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do now? I'm part of a team of five who support our activity around recruitment and retention. So my primary primary thing that I do is support um, our work on careers and I care so careers and eye care ambassadors, they sound like they probably fit together quite well. Yeah, eye care ambassadors is a, a national initiative that supports people who are thinking about the career option um, to connect with employers and the staff who sign up to uh, the initiative as ambassadors. Quite a unique role really in that um, they're really passionate about care and they do the job now um, so they can provide a, you know, an honest and first-hand picture of what it's like to work in the sector. And they share their experiences you know, of, of working in care. They also deliver a range of activities, workshops or interactive activities in schools and colleges. Um, some of them also deliver activities within the workplace, things like um, workplace visits and work experience. So they're basically trying to help people um, who are thinking about the career options get a real flavour of what care is really like, you know, to help them make an informed decision. And do you find that that's quite helpful because, um, in general, people don't really understand what care is all about? Absolutely. There's lots of myths and misconceptions um, about social care. There's a huge range of roles um, at all levels. I think people quite often you know, just think about uh, people who provide personal care or roles to people. Um, but the sector is really huge, so there's all sorts of um, different roles that you can do. There's lots of entry-level jobs which people might be aware of, you know, like in, in within home care um, or in residential homes. You know, people might be more aware of those. But there's a huge range of other roles, um, you know, supporting people with autism, learning disabilities, um, you know, adults of all ages, really. Um, and the, there's lots of roles like we have there's registered managers, and quite often. Um, people can progress, you know, from an entry-level role into management roles and beyond the sector. <clears throat> I mean, lots of, for example, registered managers have worked their way up, uh, you know, through different roles and progressed the career. There's a really big range yeah. of roles. Um, I think there's about 1.6 million jobs within the sector, so it is really large. That That is, that's massive. Um, and I think that you're right, that there is um, the people that we talk to who are members of Cash Alumni and sort of our learners and um, there are a lot of people who see care as a job rather than as a career um, and they don't necessarily understand um, the actual the wealth of opportunities there is within the sector in terms of the different specialisms that you can go into and the way that SACD can take you from those entry level roles. Um, I mean, what sort of jobs are the eye care ambassadors doing within care? Are they from varied backgrounds? Absolutely. There's, there's a huge range. So we have social workers, we have registered managers, frontline care staff. Um, there's also a huge number of support roles within social care that people might not think of. Um, you know, there's lots of support staff. For example, in a care home, you may have someone who specialises um, in marketing, it could even be uh, recruitment managers, you know, the behind the scenes staff as well, chefs who look after 
people's specialist dietary needs. Um, so there's lots of the ambassadors are actually in frontline care roles. Um, you know, you might even have occupational therapists on there. So there's, there's a huge range of different roles across the country. Um, that people come forward to, to share their experience. That sounds great. Um, and you mentioned those sort of roles that people might not necessarily identify as being available within care. Um, so people working maybe in administration roles or within a kitchen environment. Um, is that something that people struggle to find information about or that maybe don't understand the the differences between working in a kitchen within a care environment to working within a kitchen, say in a pub or a restaurant? I think the primary thing for everyone to consider is whether they've got the right values to come into care. That would be, you know, that's the difference in terms of, um, you know, the values are what define us, the influence who we are, what we believe in, um, how we treat people. So we're looking for people um, who have the you know the right values in terms of you know you can teach people skills and how to do things really well, but um, you know the, it depends on the person you are. You can't teach somebody to be caring and patient and considerate. Um, and employers now are really looking um, quite closely at ensuring they get people with the right values and they've adjusted their um, recruitment processes to support that. So I think, you know, even being a chef, if you were a chef, for example, in, in a care home, um, that care home would still want somebody who has a chef with the skills who also has the right values, you know, because they would be supporting people, um, you know, it may be with specialist dietary requirements or, you know, it's, it's about thinking about the individual. And, and that makes sense, you know, that you can train those um, skills, but not necessarily the, the personality that you need to be able to, to bring your whole self to work every day and do what is a very demanding job, even if it is very rewarding. Um, once, if, 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 for example, the eye care ambassadors are talking to somebody and they decide that actually care probably is for them through one of those routes, can the eye care ambassadors refer them to places where they can find training and support to access the sector? Yes, they would normally. Uh, one of the key resources that they promote is uh, Think Care Careers on our website, on the Skills of Care website, because that will provide more information. But they may have, um, it depends on the eye care ambassador service, they may be able to link them into you know, local initiatives um, and local information about jobs. Uh, they, we have a number of eye care ambassador partnerships who have different strands to them across the country. So they might actually have um, things like sector-based work academies connected. So they normally would be helpful, you know, in trying to um, progress you to a next step if you are interested. And it may be that they have um, vacancies themselves you might be interested in. Sometimes um, ambassadors have visited colleges, you know, and they've made such an impact that, um, you know, after the session, uh, young people have approached them and been really interested to work for their company. Yeah, they can normally help you with further steps, you know, to think about where you progress next. That's great. And you said that um, generally they can also refer to local support. Does that mean that the eye care ambassadors tend to work in their local area where they've got that knowledge? They do, yes. I would say they do. 
the, the majority of them, uh, because quite often they're frontline staff. Uh, we're very familiar with talking about the local area. Um, some do would travel, but in the in the main, um, ambassadors like to work you know, within their own locality. It's just easier for them to get there and get things prepared. And obviously, they would mainly be taking time out of work. Not all, not everybody does, and um, so it's just easier for them, you know, to work with sort, of, for example, local schools and colleges and uh, maybe the local job centre. Yeah, and I think again, like having that local knowledge is, is sometimes really powerful, isn't it? Because um, we're a national service, and I can find most people to to national places so it can get some support. So that might be that I send some people to the skills for care website to do a little bit more reading. But nothing can beat that. I work in this area, and I can I can tell you where to find your next steps. That's right. They they would have the local knowledge and you know their own experience. That's great. Um, and. You mentioned obviously the Skills for Care website. Um, what is it that Skills for Care do? Who are you? So Skills for Care, we are a uh, workforce development organisation which supports um, uh, adult social care employees in England. So the, our, our room is really broad. We have locality managers on the ground who engage with employers locally and that can be any sort of employer from an individual who may um, recruit you know, a person within their own home, say a personal assistant, uh, through to you know lo- local authorities, um, all types of employers really to to try and help them you know give them the tools and support to be able to uh, recruit and keep and develop the right people. That's brilliant. And, and we're still very involved in the government um, sort of recruitment stuff to help recruit into to social care earlier this year. Yes, the Department of Health and Social Care led on the Every Day's different campaigns, so the National Recruitment Campaign. Yes, yes and we, we have been supporting them, we're continuing to. Um, some of the ambassadors are actually uh, working with them at the moment, um, you know, to, to look at resources and support and how we can connect, you know, through the network uh, to help support that. We get, yes, Skills for Care is supporting, you know, the, the rollout dissemination, and just supporting employees to get engaged with it. Brill. And I bet you've heard it all doing your coverage. What is the, the sort of weirdest myth you've come across in terms of the reasons that people don't think care might be for them that isn't really true? I think, you know, the, the perception is that it's very limited in terms of people don't understand how many roles there are. Uh, there's negatives around. Um, it's all to do with personal care, which, which is an element of the sector, but there's a huge range of roles that don't involve personal care. Um, you know, there's myths around the working conditions, which, you know, we have some excellent majority of employers are rated good or excellent. Um, I mean, as with any sector, there are some employers which aren't as good, um, but, you know, it's a really good place to work. Uh, and if you are right for the sector, then I think, you know, you, it would be, it's just an amazing, rewarding thing to do. Um, and, you know, that's you, you, your satisfaction in work in terms of loving your job, um, you know, is, is, is a huge part of your working life. Yeah, we spend quite a lot of time at work, don't we, compared to how much time we get between finishing work and going to bed. So it makes sense that you want to, to enjoy what it is you do on a day-to-day basis. And, make that as a award as you possibly can. Absolutely. We did a piece of work with young people and it was quite surprising, you know, the, the misconceptions we asked 
We ask some young people to, to, to send in pictures around how they seek care. And although there were some really good uh, entries, there was quite a lot which um, showed that it, people thought it was all about old people who are projected as being a bit miserable. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, you know, and, and personal care, which just need to get on with all the sections. I've, I've got some experience actually um, being a recipient of care myself. I've got a, a long-term health condition called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, so I dislocate joints really easily. Um, and I've got some weird other bits to go with that because it's connective tissue disorder. I was absolutely astounded by the capacity that, that the carers that I worked with had to, to just put us at ease with something that was really strange for somebody my age and, and who hadn't really needed that sort of support before. Um, what, what is it that you would say that apart from having the right values and the things that they want to get from work, what are those personality traits that, that people need to be able to display to be successful as carers? I mean, I think you've got to care about people, um, you know, and supporting them to maintain their independence, their dignity, their control, like you say, you know, with, with your own, um, how, how it made you feel. Um, you know, it's, it's just really important that you, if you need to care about people and enjoy being with people. I mean, I had, uh, although I've worked for Skills for Care for 15 years, for about six of those years, I was employing myself, um, employed staff to support uh, both my mum and my dad. Um, so, you know, I think lots of us will touch with social care and you just know what you would want from a person, you know, to be um, caring, considerate, um, professional you know to, to try and live help you live your life in the way that you want to live it uh, you know I think I employed personal assistance um, to support my mum and you know it lengthened her life I think that experience um, we had some fantastic workers I mean one of them she was 79 and one of them was a um, 24 year old young man and he's probably one of the best workers within social care I've ever seen really. He was um, wonderful, you know, and, he, and I think mum really liked him because he didn't try and take over things. He was, you know, he would listen, he would suggest things. Um, just being there and being interested and, you know, being passionate about helping people, that, that was, I think, what made him stand out from the crowd. Um, there has been a massive shift in care over the past sort of five to ten years um, towards that person-centred care and actually being about caring for somebody the way that they want to be cared for rather than a one-size-fits-all approach. Is that yeah. something that there's a lot of support with for people who might not understand how to make that work? One is that we would hope that employers would um, help you to think about whether you are right for care you know, in terms of that values um, assessment. But there's a huge amount of support in terms of the care certificates and ongoing um, development opportunities that employers can provide to help you really hone in on your skills and thinking around providing um, person-centered care. And it is, um, you know, that, that is the way across the sector because that's the way we would want all care to be really is um, delivered around the person really and their specific needs and requirements.
in terms of training and qualifications, isn't it? I think that sometimes the barrier for people is that they think that they have to go to college and do a two-year course to get into care work as a, as a starter. And obviously for a lot of people that, that's not an option and they can't afford to, to go back to study full-time. Um, but that is a massive myth, isn't it? It is, absolutely. I mean, apprenticeships, for example, um, are massive in the sector. There's also a huge range of sector route ways. Um, you know, employers would expect you to do be able to do some additional learning um, you know, to, or to learn within the workplace to take some training opportunities. But you can, you know, go, go into a job and do that alongside. It doesn't have to be within an educational establishment. And quite often it's the, um, you know, the learning on the job, engaging with people, which is you know, the, the most important thing. Um, I would say, you know, and you can learn additional skills um, and take courses you know, alongside that. Employers, I think, are really, really good in our sector at helping you develop your skills. You know, and what there's, we do support all sorts of people. Um, we're looking at something called Seeing Potential. The Seeing Potential supports people who may have been out of work for some time or feel a bit further away from employment. Uh, you know, to, to come to the workforce because people have all sorts of um, skills and may have the right values, for example, if they've been in care of themselves or if, you know, if they've been through some challenges in life that can help you empathise with people and treat people in the way that you may be dressed, you know, if you have challenges. Um, so, the, you know, employers, I think, I mean, this is the care sector, I think they're really good at supporting people come into the workforce who may be a little bit hesitant or who may have been out of uh, the workplace for some time. Um, that makes sense. Um, and, and what does it take to be an eye care ambassador? So when you're recruiting for people who are passionate about care and who maybe want to, to spread the word and help to, to make a difference in terms of the profile of the sector, what is it that you look for? I care ambassadors is employer-led. Employers sign up to the initiative and they will be responsible for um, recruiting ambassadors, you know, who they feel are appropriate from their own workplace. And they'll be looking for people who really embody the values, who are passionate, um, who are willing to go and uh, share their story, um, you know, and are good communicators, and who can really reflect, you know, a, a, an honest uh, picture of what was I mean, I care ambassadors as an, as an initiative um, was shaped by employers. So the principles, everything that we do, we, we're basically supporting the employers to develop the initiative. So it is very much led by them, and they would sign up to the initiative. It is quite different to maybe other initiatives that are out there around careers. And so they do have the control over, um, you know, who, who is recruited, what type of activity they do, but also ensure that um, people are supported, the staff are supported in doing what they do. That's brilliant. And, and the fact that employers are involved on that level, um, obviously employers need to recruit more staff. We've got a shortage of social care workers and it's likely that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, so the, the, you know, the reasons for employers to, to buy into the iCare ambassadors seem to be sort of fairly straightforward. Um, but 
As someone who works within a marketing team, to me, it sounds like it's actually quite a good opportunity to sort of showcase the kinds of people you've got working for you as well. Absolutely. Um, I mean, what I say is why I wouldn't be getting involved, really. Uh, you know, it makes absolute business sense, as well as, as, well as being a really positive thing to do. Um, you are sending out your best people to give, provide a picture of what you actually do. So it has benefits in terms of promoting the organisation as well as social care more broadly. Um, the staff that are involved, the ambassadors, we also have evidence that it's hugely beneficial for them in terms of 80% of them said that it's more motivated and confident in the role and the presentation skills have increased and so yeah it has benefits all around really and you as, as an organization or recruiters as a result of that I mean ambassadors are not direct recruiters you know they're not just going out and talking you know with a purpose of recruiting their own organization they're, they're sharing their experience of the sector but you know as a result of that like I mentioned before um, some ambassadors you know, may attract people because they're sharing their great story. Yeah, and I suppose um, we can see the benefits on the employer side, but the ambassadors themselves, it's, it's quite a nice thing to be able to put on your CV. It is, yeah. I mean, such a special thing for them to do. I think it makes them feel really proud, you know, because they're, they're working in care anyway and they're passionate about people. Um, but it is, you know, something to be proud of. and. Yeah, and I mean, do, do you think that it gives people new skills if they're going out and doing that sort of role alongside the care that they provide? I think it does, absolutely. You know that uh, just you know engaging with people who are thinking about the careers, particularly young people or you know um, or people of all ages, really. By doing that, it builds their confidence in in being able to talk to people, to present information, tailor their messages to different audiences, um, and all of that you know helps with communication and just connecting with people. So you know we know that they say they feel more confident actually delivering care as well uh, as a result of being an ambassador. Yeah, I saw an amazing statistic on your website actually, which was that um, I think it was 83% um, of care workers felt more motivated in their main job role if they became an eye care ambassador. And just through going out and talking to other people about what they do, it helped to sort of relight their fire and, and make them more motivated on the day to day. Um, I bet that's an amazing part of your job, seeing people sort of light up about what it is that they do for work. Absolutely. I mean, I've got a really lucky job. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, if you don't know if I work for another sector, whether that would be missing. I've just, you know, to be able to uh, meet and hear from people who work in the sector, it's just really positive and it's, it's a nice place to work. It's a nice job to do. Yeah, it, it sounds like you really enjoy what it is that you do, and it, it, it makes a huge difference when you when you when you love what it is that you do, um, especially when you can make such a difference to people. Um, and you've talked about how employers would need to sign up to sort of nominate carers to take part. Um, one of the trends within social care and within sort of domiciliary care in particular is for personal assistance and for care assistance maybe to be um, employed directly by the person that they're caring for. Um, yeah. Can individuals who employ their own care staff or personal assistants, can they sign up as an employer to, to 
let their own person and the person who's looking after them to, to become involved and be an eye care ambassador. Yes, uh, individual employers and the personal assistants can sign up. The, the initiative is open to any social care employer, or but actually the health employers can join integrated services as well. Um, I, when I was uh, an individual employer employing personal assistants myself, um, the young man that supported my mum, he became an ambassador. So he was, um, he did a great job. We went to uh, a school in Redcar. It was a big uh, careers conference. And basically I just stood back because he was just fabulous. You know, and all the young people, he wore like a beanie hat and he used a biker and things. Um, and he just was so passionate about what, what he did. Um, so I just stood back really and watched him. He was really uh, fantastic. That's great. I suppose that leads me back to that thing that I left on the burner before about men in care um, and the gentleman that you were talking about who supported your mum. Um, you sort of built on that a little bit and talked about how actually he doesn't necessarily look the way that people would stereotypically imagine a care worker to look. Um, is that something that you're saying changing, however slowly? We know that uh, the majority of workers are female within the sector. But I think that's just because um, maybe males don't consider it. And it's a shame really because, you know, if that is a job that is for you, then you're missing out really. Um, there's absolutely no reason why males can't come into the sector and, and do a fabulous job and really love it. And do you think that there's that there are still barriers for men entering the sector or do you think that it is more a perceived barrier because of just that the way that society sort of shapes those ideas of women are the carers and men go and do other things? I think it is perceived um, you know like I say employers now recruit people on their values so that it doesn't matter what your background is um, or you know any, anything about your background but they want people with the right values and men as well as women uh, have those values as a, as a society we've moved on in terms of you know football used to be for boys engineering used to be for boys you know we, we've really progressed as a society and it shouldn't be about you know this job's for girls and that's for boys and things like that it, it is about whether it's right for you uh, have you got the right skills are you the right person to do it yeah and if people haven't got um, sort of the maybe the confidence to, to reach out or to to find support or an event um, that the eye care ambassadors are doing, are there other ways that people can maybe explore the sector first? I mean, there's a huge amount of information on the uh, I think Care Careers website. There's job roles, booklets, there's information about the sector, different roles, how you can develop your career, how you can start a career. There's, there's a lot of information on there or you could even um, into your local care establishment you know if you've got a care home or I don't know a care facility or um, it may be even a charity within your, your, your locality you know, it may be that they would be welcome a conversation with you. Brilliant um, and I mean do you have any advice in general for people who maybe haven't considered care before but haven't either listened to this or done a little bit of exploring they're starting to wonder whether it, it, it might be an opportunity for them 
What I would say is the sector is huge and it's growing, so there's lots of opportunities, so I don't want to care out. Um, think about whether you're right for care. You know, do, would you feel like you would um, enjoy working with people? There is um, a self-assessment tool that may be helpful for people called the question of care that they can do online, which has scenarios in it, so it has little bits of videos, and you can um, take a quiz, which might help you think about whether you're suitable, and that's based on values, it gives you some information at the end of it. There isn't a right or wrong with it, so it just gives you some helpful guidance. People quite often find that useful if they're really not sure whether care is right for them or they're the right person for care. That sounds like it would be really useful for anyone who isn't sure if it would be the right thing for them. So we've got a question of care and we'll talk a little bit about um, developing the skills once you get into that job role um, and about the sorts of people that, that we're looking for in care because it is values based and we want people who want to do the right things. Um, why is there such a push on jobs in social care at the minute? Well, people are living longer, they have more complex needs. So this is why the sector is growing. Um, you know, it's, I think it's projected to grow um, significantly you know, in the next few years, and that will continue. Um, expect uh, to need 650,000 workers by 2035, additional workers. Yeah, so as well as the, the one and a half million that are already in the sector. <laughs> That's right, yeah, you know, it's a significant increase. And we we want, you want, I want um, there to be enough workers there to support us or our aunties or our families, you know, should they need social care. We need the right people. Yeah. Yeah, and I think one day we're all going to need it, aren't we? So it, it, it's best if we we'll all make sure it's the best that it can possibly be, um, whatever sector we're working um, I mean, Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about or that you wanted to, to, to make sure that people knew about the eye care ambassadors and about engaging with skills for care in terms of recruitment and finding the right people? What I would say is have a look on the skills for care website. There's a huge range of resources and information to support employers for the recruitment and retention. Also, think care careers, if you're thinking about a career in care, and um, that's a great place to find information. And if you want to speak to somebody locally in terms of uh, a locality manager, if you go to the In Your Area section of the website, you can make contact with the person locally who can offer um, not just help on recruitment and retention, but our wider offer from skills and care. Been really really nice to talk to you thanks very much and thanks to you at home or on the go for joining us don't forget if you've got some best practice or you'd like to share with us um, something great um, you can get in touch with us at alumni at cash.org.uk that's alumni a-l-u-m-n-i at cash c-a-c-h-e-echo.org.uk and we'd love to speak to you you can find us at the cash alumni website at www.cashalumni.org.uk or through the main cash website for information about qualifications and other cpd at www.cachevecho.org.uk thanks very much and until next time take care